بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى نقال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أطاعني فقد أطاع الله ومن عصاني فقد عصى الله ومن يطع الأمير فقد أطاعني ومن يعص الأمير فقد عصاني متفق عليه Abu Hurairah radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that person who obeys me, he has obeyed Allah. And that person who has disobeyed me has disobeyed Allah. This, something to this meaning is read in our khutbah every Friday on Jumu'ah where the Itaat and obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been equated to the itaat and obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to disobey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been equated with disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ Whatever the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given you, in other words, commanded you with فَخُذُوهُ Hold on to it. And that which he has prohibited you from فَانْتَهُ Stay away from it. In fact, the obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the light of Qur'an has been shown to us as the recipe to get hidayat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِن تُطِيعُوهُ تَهْتَدُوا وَإِن تُطِيعُوهُ تَهْتَدُوا If they will obey Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they will get hidayat. So we cannot possibly overemphasize the importance of adhering to sunnah and bringing sunnah and the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam into our lives. So the first part of this hadith, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala says that Rasulullah sallallahu said, the one who obeyed me, faqad, without a doubt he has obeyed Allah. And the one who disobeys me, faqad, without a doubt he has disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in pertinent to the chapter which we are discussing, the importance of the obedience of the Amir, or the one who is given a position of authority over us, وَمَن يُطِعِ الْأَمِيرِ فَقَدْ أَطَعَنِي The one who has obeyed the Amir, he has obeyed me. In other words, by obeying Rasulullah wasallam, he has obeyed Allah. And the one who disobeys the Amir, he has disobeyed me. In other words, he has disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a sufficient testimony to the importance of us obeying the one who is given a position of spiritual authority over us. As we discussed previously, in a broader purview, the ulama or our dini scholars are our spiritual leaders and guides. So to obey them has been equated to the obedience of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And obviously, in a practical context, in an Islamic rulership, the person that is given authority it is extremely important that he be obeyed. وَنِ ابْنِ عَبَاسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَىٰ عَنْهُمَا أَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ مَنْ كَرِهَ مِنْ أَمِيرِهِ شَيْئًا فَلْيَصْبِرْ فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ خَرَجَ مِنَ السُّلْطَانِ شِبْرًا مَا تَمِيتَةً جَاهِلِيَّةً مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ Obviously, we can see many of these ahadith deal with 
situations that arise when somebody in, in a position of authority doesn't behave the way you want him to behave. The psychological effect of this would be justification for disobedience. Somebody is given a position of authority, rulership, leadership over you. He doesn't behave the way you expect him to behave or he does not fulfill your rights. Does Islam allow you to disobey such a person or to rebel against such a person? The overriding meaning we get from all these various ahadith that we have discussed at length, many, many ahadith in this chapter, is that in every circumstance you have to obey your reader, even if he is giving others preferential treatment over you, even if he is doing things that you dislike. There is only one instance in which you are allowed to disobey the leader, the amir over you, if his disobedience becomes tantamount to the disobedience of Allah. Then you do not obey him. If your amir or leader commands you to do something which is against shariat, then you will not do that. Why? There is no obedience to the creation when it means the disobedience of the creator. When are you allowed to oppose him or to remove him from his position of leadership? There also... Shariat is very, very clear on this issue that you are not allowed to remove him unless this person commits acts of open kufr. If he commits acts of open kufr, then only in that instance are you allowed to, this, to rise up against such a leader. If the person himself is fasik, fajir, in his life there is the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he is not committing open kufr, then you have to make sabr. Then you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala guides this person. And you, at all instances and circumstances, you listen and you obey. What is the reason for this? Because the moment you go against the Amir, you are opening the door to disunity. You are opening the door to Tor coming in the Ummah. And this, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam greatly disliked. وعن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من كره من أميره شيئا فليصبر ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما نريد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said that person who dislikes anything from his Amir from his leader فليصبر let him adopt patience why فإنه من خرج من السلطان شبرا that person who has moved away from the leadership, one hand span, Mata Meetatan Jahiliya, he has passed away a death of ignorance. In other words, he is a person that is leading himself and others in a direction wherein you oppose authority, you bring about disunity, and in Islam, in Shariat, that is Jahiliyat, that is ignorance. So if you die in such a condition, Mata Meetatan Jahiliya. وعن أبي بكرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من أهان السلطان أهانه الله رواه التلميذ وقال حديث حسن وفي الباب أحاديث كثيرة في الصحيح وقد سبق بعضها في أبواب أبو بكر رضي الله عنه narrates that I heard Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم saying that person who disgraces the leader 
that person who disgraces the leader, Ahanahullah, Allah will disgrace such a person. The same subject matter that we have already discussed at length, respecting the leaders and scholars is necessary because disrespect will incite people towards rebellion, which eventually will lead to disunity. And this is something that at every cost will not be tolerate, tolerated in shariat, in deen, in Islam. Imam Nawi rahimahullah, at the end of this chapter, he says that in this chapter, there are many, many more ahadith that we find in the Sahih Kitabs, and some of it has already passed. So in other words, I will suffice upon the number of ahadith that have already been mentioned on the subject matter. In keeping with his practice, which we find prior in this kitab, there is a link between the chapters. So the next chapter that Imam Nawi rahimullah brings, Babun Nahi and Su'al al-Imara, the chapter which deals with the prohibition from seeking a position of authority. وَإِخْتِيَارِ التَّرْكِ الْوِلَايَاتِ إِذَا لَمْ يُتَعَيَّنْ عَلَيْهِ أَوْ تَدْعُ حَاجَةٌ إِلَيْهِ And opting to reject positions of authority if one is not assigned to it or one is not acutely required or needed for it. What this chapter deals with is sometimes we find that there is a trusteeship available. There is a position of authority available. Or you're going out in the path of Allah Ta'ala, five brothers, eight brothers, ten brothers, twelve brothers in the jamaat, who are we going to make the Amir? Or in your masjid, in your area, when the mashwara is taking place, sometimes an Amir is appointed. Should you be desiring to become an Amir? Should you be desiring a position of authority? This chapter, we find that the subject matter. Imam Nawi Rahimullah has given it the heading, the prohibition from asking to be made an Amir. Don't ask to be given a position of leadership or authority. This is a trust, it's an amanat. Don't look for it. If you look for it and you demand it and you aspire towards it, the question is, are you going to be able to fulfill its haq and its right? So this is what this particular chapter deals with. The first ayat, logically we can see the ayat which Imam Nawi rahimullah brings, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, تِلْكَ الدَّارُ الْآخِرَةِ نَجْعَلُهَا لِلَّذِينَ لَا يُرِيدُونَ عُلُوًا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فَسَادًا وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Allah says, that is the home of akhirat. In other words, jannat. Jannat. We have made it for those who don't want position in this world. Those who are not looking for pomp and authority in this world. Wala fasada, and who are not looking for fasad. In other words, the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. muttaqin, And the final ending will be for those people of taqwa. In other words, the true success. The success of jannat, the success of akhirat. This is a very beautiful verse in the Quran. Allah ta'ala says, Tilka. Tilka is what we call in Arabic ishara ba'id. You get two types of ishara. One is hadha or hadi, which is ishara qareeb. Where you point to something that's near, you'll use the word in Arabic hadha or hadihi. When you're pointing to something that is far, you're making ishara, but the thing that you are pointing to is very far away. Then in Arabic, you'll use the word tilka. 
So Allah Ta'ala referring to Jannat, Allah says, Tilka Darul Akhirah. In other words, Ishara Ba'id, it is very far away. This type of terminology is used when ulama say, Lihfakhamatiha wa uluwi rutbiha. To show something to be very great, very high, very precious. When you want to show something that it is very, very valuable, then you will use what is called Ishara Qareeb. In other words, Tilka. There it is. In other words, Tilka. What is it, Ya Allah? Ad-Darul Akhirah. Jannah. The home of Akhirah. The most precious, the most valuable thing. We have made it for those who don't want pomp, who don't want authority, who don't want to spread mischief on this earth. For them we have made Jannah. So Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought this particular chapter. Like I said, logically in this, in this, he's brought this particular verse in this chapter, the chapter which deals with the prohibition from looking for positions of authority or status. Shall I continue?